Hello, everyone, and welcome back to HR Tech Chat at 360 Insights. I am Jennifer Dole, and super excited to be here today to dive into a conversation about team experience with James Brogan, CEO and co-founder of Pep Talk. Welcome, James. Please share a little bit about you. Thanks, Jennifer. Um, yeah, James Brogan, CEO and, and co-founder of Pep Talk. Delighted to be here. Delighted to get a chance to talk about Pep Talk, our company, and the what we believe is a really exciting area of team experience. Um, and and delighted to share our insights, observations, and and hopefully for your community, they'll get some some nice takeaways and 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 areas to reflect on in in their own businesses. Great. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, really appreciate it. I know you're busy. Um, let's dive into team experience. I haven't really heard anyone talking about team experience. What is it? Yeah, listen, I, and, and to give you a bit of background first, um, Jennifer, I, I come from, and our co-founders um, come from a high performance background. So I would have spent a lot of time in my 20s being exposed to high performing teams in Ireland um, would have played a, a sport there that's the most popular sport in Ireland, equivalent to anything you might have in the US in terms of its popularity. Um, but the, the big things we took out at that time was, I think, firstly, um, the, the importance, the, what are those characteristics or fundamentals that make up great teams? Um, and for me, you know, the big thing about a great team, it doesn't happen by accident. It yeah. has to be, it has to be intentionally focused on. And, and I think what, what we believed from our experience there was that organizations increasingly in this new world of work now are having to be much more intentional about what they do. So that intentionality and and the the need now to look at our teams and our organizations differently. That was probably the first big lesson we took from um our time playing sports and and really that's now in the DNA of of Pep Talk. The second is 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 definitely around for me. Um this was we we took away this idea of, you know, and it's a little bit of a cliche, but a team is only as good of all of its parts. So it's it's no good. And I think for a long time and a lot of technology systems out there focus a lot now on individuals, you know, individual organization, individual performance, individual recognition, where again, the idea being that we need to create more of a team-centric approach and the idea of team experience and that idea of uh, a team ethic is really what I think differentiates from our experience in sport, great teams from good teams. And it also allows organizations to consider Maybe we are, we need to measure different things. Maybe we need to look differently at, at our organization's capabilities and maybe we need to focus on that team. So really, yeah, I mean, the DNA and the story of Pep Talk is about founders that had in incredible exposure, not only to, to, to great teams, but also great leaders within those teams. And I, and I think that's probably the final area that I think we took from our own direct experiences of working and, and being part of sport. It was that leadership can be something that can be really built and, 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 and there's skills that we all can learn to be better leaders. And I think, um, I think I, there was an incredible stat I think I read a couple of weeks ago that right now, you know, two thirds of people's connection to culture in an organization is totally built around their manager. And the mm -hmm. second piece in, in terms of my feeling of, of, of belonging and togetherness and happiness at work, 
my manager is way more important than my doctor, way more important than my therapist. It, he, 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 she is the most important part of that. How does it feel? How does it feel to be part mm-hmm. of this organization? So to summarize, they were probably three of the three of the really key principles that we took when we decided to take Pep Talk and build a technology product that we felt would change how people and organizations look at um, their organization. And obviously what we really feel now to, to summar, summarize it, the culture of the organization has shifted whereby the team is really now where it all happens. It's where we get our work done. Mm-hmm. It's where we feel either part of the organization or we don't. We're, we're not really all in the office at the same time now. So mm-hmm. I think for organizations to sort of come out of COVID and continue to do the same things, continue to measure the same way, but but people are different. We're, we're, we're quite different. We believe that, you know, from a personal perspective, the employer-employee sort of contract, you know, those beliefs and behaviours that both sides have, I think they've changed as well. So for a ton of reasons, Jennifer, as I've outlined in terms of what, one, why we think teams are really important, but really why we believe team experience, which really is, is for us about habits and behavior. You know, it's about doing things intentionally every week, every month to bring about a better sense of emotional proximity. So as so as you feel closer, I don't think we have a problem with connection in the context of productivity tools and all the different things that can can allow us to connect and communicate but that's not that's not proximity that doesn't bring you that sense of feeling close to someone so i think that's probably that missing link when it comes to um when it comes to to organizational behavior right now the team experience is a, is a really new concept. It's something that we over the last two years have been building and we're really excited about coming to the US. We're really excited about working with organizations that I think are still struggling to kind of figure out how to approach this, this new world paradigm we have. So yeah, in summation, really excited, really excited about uh, team experience and what it can do. There's so much to unpack in what you just shared. Um, so let me see if I can start yeah. with a basic question. So you, you've really kind of moved beyond this idea of employee experience that everyone's talking about and saying that there's more to the employee experience than just that. The employee. Yeah. I think that, yeah. Like to break it down, Jennifer. Yeah. There, we need to, we need to think of the employee, but we need to think about the environment by which that employee is interacting with the organization. And we we are very, very um, strong on, in believing that the environment that is most important to that employee is their team. And we need to think differently, there, therefore, about how that experience shows up on a weekly. And so it's really just a more... Um, focused approach to the employee experience acknowledging the different elements within that but the 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 context the environment we believe has shifted whereby employee experience is really centered on your team now and we need we need to think and be really intentional about the the supports and the enablers that help that team to become more than just a bunch of siloed individuals that are maybe in a team you know, by virtue of it being called a team. But to my point earlier about our experiences of it being in teams and, and you, you know, I think one of the, everyone can remember being part of a great team. And when you ask the question, 
they almost you can see their eyes light up mm-hmm. they're there's they smile and they begin to it's a feeling it's ultimately a feeling and everyone has that feeling and it might be from a personal team you're involved in sport business and that really is i think that's what that's that's that two minute you know that's the reaction that i think organizations ultimately want to create because that's what's going to that's what's going to keep people in the company. That's what's going to get them to maybe work a little bit harder um, and enjoy their work a little bit more. So, yeah, I, I think um, the team experience idea is around building building that environment um, where we can create that sense of psychological safety, where people can feel engaged, they have purpose, their leader and manager cares about them and he's asking really good questions and he's getting feedback. So there's a lot of... I think there's a lot of behavioral kind of science that we lean into as well, um, Jennifer, to make to to ensure that yeah, this this area is is so so important. So we really need to, you know, really lean into um making it a reality now for lots of organizations around the, the globe. Yeah, I certainly appreciate how you're bringing psychology into this. And you've mentioned the word emotional proximity. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, and again, just for, I suppose, to break it down really, really simply for me and, and based on our, our our research in this space, it's it's about feeling seen. It's about this idea of feeling that there is more than, so if you think about it, there's been this preoccupation with being getting people back in the office so they can be seen, so we can see them. But really, even if they're in the office and they're over across the hall there, that's not creating any sense of um, emotional connection with that person. So for us, emotional proximity is about, it's about um, creating the environment where we are able to have better conversation, to have human conversations about how are you feeling about working in our organization? You know, what can we be doing more? What can we be doing better on? And that's really where Pep Talk's whole idea is the idea that we start uh, every month by by doing what what is simply a check in, so we'll check in with the team to see how are we getting on. That immediately, Jennifer, opens up what we believe is an environment where people can actually begin to feel a little more vulnerable and start maybe kind of engaging in in something that is more than just well, here's my my work to do for the week, and and, and you know if you need me, I'm here, but otherwise we're never going to have a conversation. So I think for emotional proximity is about um vulnerability, and it's about innate true 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 conversations and and habits creating a positive environment where people feel that sense of trust and 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 psychological safety to be able to say listen i'm a bit concerned you know i'm i don't feel we're connecting you know i don't feel teamwork is an issue you know we, we might talk later on about some of the great examples we have in pep talk of the type of challenges we're working on whether it is the whole area of mental health whether it is the area of of kind of burnout and energy or whether it's a big issue like retention and we're just struggling to keep our people. Um, so lots of interesting examples of where team experience can really impact the organization, but the fundamentals and that emotional proximity piece are their core principle of, of, I think, how organizations need to build their businesses now as we go forward. Yeah. And what I love about what you're saying is it's really just building the space for that, right? Saying yeah. this is important to how we work is having these conversations and having this insight, taking action on it and kind of measuring the progress as a team. Yeah, totally. And it's not, it's not gonna, as I say at the top, again, through some of those learnings from our own uh, founder 
background. It's not going to happen by accident. So we need to be really intentional. So to your point, if you sit with a candidate and you're talking about the culture and the experience of this organization, what does that mean? You know, we need to move beyond. We can no longer talk about the, well, you know, we can't walk the halls. We can't, you know, we need to be able to really talk about what that feels tangibly. So that pep talk journey where monthly we'll go in and we'll, as you say, you're going to be asked, how, how are you getting on? What's this feeling like in the team? But better again, how do we make it better? And I think that's really unique to pep talk. It's about, it's about insight, but really for me, engagement, it's not really a measure. It's an action. It's about, it's about dynamically doing things every week, every month to support that positive motion that an organization can create you know, it's almost trying to bottle up that feeling that we spoke about earlier yes. and, and create this rhythm. And I, and I think, you know, organizations are very good at creating operational processes, you know, mm -hmm. but we need to create, well, you know, cultural processes. We need to create things that are just happening, rituals that happen every week, the check-in every month, the team talk, which, which, I'll, which I'll touch on is this um, really unique concept we've designed where we're using, we're helping organizations with the data, but then we're giving leaders in particular the opportunity to be able to create that environment, Jennifer, to do a team talk. It might be on burnout. It might be on something around diversity and inclusion. It might be on team connection, but it's just maybe at times it's a bit of a crutch. It's something that, you know, it's not easy for a lot of managers and leaders, as I touched on. They're, I think they're a cohort that have gone through a ton of challenges over the last number of years. Yeah. Still feel they're probably a little bit underserviced when it comes to, technology enablers that can support them so we make no um you know we're very focused on that cohort because we believe they're as i say key to culture they're underserved and i think they need what i describe as just enablers just something that brings them to the water to make this 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 idea of creating psychological safety move it out of the classroom as a concept and move it into this is just a question, maybe. How was your week? How is your month going? What can we do better? And I think breaking it down into really simple, simple terms, simple questions for a lot of our leaders and managers out there is really what they need now. They don't need another lecture on a psychological safety. They just need a, some, something to do every month to bring that to the table. So we're very much trying to make this simple, accessible and easy for, for, for people to get involved, Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that you're kind of giving them the so what, right? So here's the data. So what? What are you going to yeah. do about this? And being able to make it accessible is, is going to help them have these conversations because not everybody has studied this like you have. Not everybody's been on a fabulous team like you have. But you're able to kind of share that feeling through your platform. Yeah, no, and I think that's it. It's 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 about trying to scale this. So is that we meet lots of organizations, and there's probably ten percent that are probably this is really easy and that it comes quite natural into them. But for lots of organizations and their and their managers and their leaders, it doesn't come naturally. And I think. You know, to, to touch on maybe one of our, our, our customers for a second, a big European construction company set us the task of, you know, how do we create a culture of safety? You know, how do we create, a, 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 you know, traditionally this that industry has been probably a little reactive as opposed to proactive. So yeah. if people have challenges, you know, we, some, we have some supports there, but we're not going to be at the other end. We're not going to try and create a, 
an environment, uh, you know, to touch on our earlier points where, where maybe a conversation can be had, whether it's around mental health or breaking down some of that stigma, where maybe we never reach the point where we have to go into that reactive, more clinical area. And I think for, for progressive organizations in, in that sector, which probably uh, is, is a little more male orientated than female, there is challenges there, as we know. So the task we were set to really was build that. And, and what we did, you know, what we found is, you know, we've, we've moved the dial in terms of um, when it comes to their sentiment, a lot less anxious. You know, when we looked at their scores, when we first came in and we looked at trends to now, a lot less anxious. So that suggests that you know, there's a there's a you know there's an emerging sense of trust there where we're a little less anxious about working in the organization. But two, to your point about the scale, we've ran over three hundred team talks in that in, in that organization. So if you you know if you think about that from a positive cultural piece, that's for me is is you know that's culture transformation. That's mm-hmm. that's something that now is becoming a habit and a behavior in the organization. And I think having that scalability and what we do making it easy for managers to have a conversation and we've no doubt and we're very proud that you know that the impact we've made there in terms of building trust reducing the anxiety in the organization and ultimately that they're, they don't need to rely on EAP they don't need to rely on some of those other clinical resources because the culture is now there where we're stopping or, or kind of having a better conversation further up that sort of chain if you get me so we're, we're very proud of that one in particular and and i think that industry and is one where a culture of safety can transform um those type of businesses and i think that's the general i think a lot of organizations are looking at this as as as, as much more about a proactive preventative approach mm. to um building that culture jennifer so very very proud of that one in particular in terms of the challenges some certain verticals have with mental health but it's not about we have a mental health issue. Let's just go and get some mental health programmatic support. It's looking more strategically at the culture in the organization because that's more sustainable. Ultimately, that's kind of what's going to make, make the change stick, you know? Yeah, it's interactions in these everyday mm. moments that yeah. you're targeting. Exactly. Yeah, that's because and that's what that's that's how you create that those those that sense of belonging um, and that sense of connection. So it's it's when it's sort of we're most pro when this comes out, you know, the technology is ultimately an enabler, but it ultimately is when it begins to 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 positively impact the business and the conversations that have been had, be it virtually, be it on the site, be it in the office. That's when that's when it comes to life for us. And I, I think that that's is really where the opportunity, I think, for 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 mm-hmm. for organizations now is, Jennifer, to as you say, look differently at their organization, measure differently in terms of what we're measuring, and then act differently in terms of the type of um interventions that we're designing. Yeah. So I, I have to to bring up the headlines of all these layoffs right now that are happening. And I think about um the survivors of these layoffs and these restructurings and how having access to this platform would make such a difference in kind of rebuilding the culture of the organization, rebuilding the teams and the confidence. Do you, you see that? Uh, Oh yeah. Listen, I think, um, I don't think you can underestimate the, the enormous change that 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 is now occurring in a lot of those organizations and i think with any sort of change jennifer comes a huge amount of um um 
at times anxiety for for the employee base that have that have been left. So when you think of it in terms of what we spoke about earlier, the the ability for an organization to um you know to be able to understand how are we feeling about these changes because it isn't just going to be a week it'll be a number of months or maybe even a year of transition from where we were to where we've been and that idea of of pep talk being able to go in and and get those generate those insights get a sense of where we're at as a team because you'll probably have some teams that are okay and you're going to have some teams that again coming to my point about one size fits all here isn't isn't going to really work. You need to be much more granular and focused, but being able to 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 at source understand some of those challenges and then you know begin to start dealing with them. I think that's a very important part of the change process that is sometimes missed, mm. where we're just so focused on okay, we've less people, people are going to have to do less things, but 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 what what's this what's that what's that feeling like for me because ultimately if i'm not really engaged or energized about these changes um it it isn't going to succeed so i think organizations in some ways the easy part is the operational and the and the and the, and the, the you know the plan to operationalize how we're going to change but the, the the human beings that are left in the room what are we doing for them and i think that's the idea of of where pep talk can play a really big role in in elevating the the importance of thinking about how people are feeling about what this is meaning for them, um, and then also intervening and acting on that in a very um immediate fashion. So I I think that's where you know ultimately they're going to have to re-energize and and reimagine some of the 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 experience of those employees. And how amazing would it be to go in and talk about team experience, for example, as a way of looking differently as how we're going to interact now going forward. So I think from, from some of that challenging environment, a, a solution like pep talk can definitely pro- provide a, 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 yeah, a renewed momentum into an organization. But I, I think um, that, that sort of motion, Jennifer, I think can really help with what is a challenging environment. Um, but acknowledging the importance of the human being in the room is, is, is really where you're going to get that re-engagement, I believe. Yeah. And the the aha moment for me through that is, you know, if you're doing an employee survey, you're not doing it as regularly as change is happening. Yeah. But with pep talk, you're in there building those habits, building that routine, having the that be the constant as people come onto the team or exit the team. Yeah. So- yeah. It's exactly that. And I think that's the biggest challenge with the, and this is not like, the surveys have a role to play, um, but uh, but the challenge is how do we dynamically use this data to intervene in a, in a, in a, in a, with a speed and with an urgency where the, the, the issue or the challenge hasn't kind of disappeared, you know? So I do think the, the idea of being really focused on what data we want to get from the employees and that's where the team experience you know, in terms of the the when we've looked very closely at what we believe are those areas that impact team performance and team dynamics, and that's what we're zoning in on. So that means we can't ask. You know, we want this to be you know the 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 check in that piece of the journey takes less than ten seconds. So you're getting in and you're you're getting that. You know, it almost feels like that. In you know your um your timeout your timeout in basketball you know that little kind of timeout ten seconds and then we're back on the court and we're going again and we'll take another timeout and it's just that motion so it's a survey I think is a is a slightly different type of um intervention 
and the challenge is action. But I, I think this, what we believe, this pep talk is just running. It's always running in the background. It's what your, it's what your habits and behaviors are built on. And the more we work with organizations, Jennifer, the better we get to understand them, the better we get to understand their, their you know, maybe the, nat- you know, it's like the natural ebb and flow of a human yes. being, you know, it's, it, and the organizations are ultimately a group of individual people that are there and they all have their own rhythms. So the idea that organizations aren't, in any way analyzing the rhythm of their people it feels like you know that's a real missing data point not only for the, for for the performance of the business because that's ultimately we want organizations that are looking to perform to be out and maybe as you say with less than they've had before so having a you know a sports team would never go on the field without understanding that now and i think that 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 idea of seeing your team as as something that we can build a rhythm around how we're feeling and how we're getting on on a monthly basis. That's for personally, I'm really excited about what that could do. And, you know, we, we, we use it ourselves and pep talk and we see the impact ourselves. So I think for bigger organizations, there's a ton of um, really um, exciting opportunity there. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I, um, I feel like we've just scratched the surface. Yeah. We could, we could talk for hours. You just can't cover it all in a short period of time, but you've really kind of demonstrated enthusiasm and expertise in this area of team experience. And um, I look forward to following your progress and and your customers' progress and really um, using these behaviors and, and routines as a way to help companies grow and so. Yeah, I'm really, yeah, we're really excited because I think ultimately um, every organization right now is struggling with connecting their culture. They might have a challenge with retention. They may have a challenge with engagement and we need to do something different to to sort of address those concerns. And I think that's where team experience as a, as a concept, I think our ability to help leaders is a very important component to that. And then the measures and the that we can drive off the back of it, Jennifer. So yeah, we're 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 excited to be in the US. We're we're already you know having such wonderful conversations with the with the with the companies that we're already chatting to. I think there's a ton of um excitement about the space, and it's something different. And I think that's what we need now. We need to think differently. And I think that's what Pep Talk is ultimately bringing is a a different perspective on challenges that organizations have been dealing with now for a number of years, and maybe not getting the the results that they might hope for. And you know we we some amazing stats around our a big telecommunications company that has that has seen retention drop by almost 10% off the back of a year-long engagement with Pep Talk. So, you know, for organizations out there that are struggling with, you know, are worried about, you know, losing their best people, which is really a focus, I'm sure now, keeping our best people and engaging them, we'd love to um obviously have a conversation. But again, want to thank you and the team for uh today and getting a chance to as you say we could talk for a number of episodes i think yeah to really dig into things but uh enjoy the conversation yeah that was just a beautiful wrap-up um of all that we've talked about today so thank you very much for being here and look forward to future conversations thanks jennifer take care bye Bye bye-bye